Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell, and today I'm joined, as I was yesterday, by Randy Andy Danson. Yeah, Hello, what a Andy. show it was yesterday, Pete. Oh, it was wasn't great, it? wasn't it? All the comments yeah. were saying, "Oh, finally, Andy's back." Um, a lot of them were. A lot of them, and they were saying that they, they missed our chemistry. I, I saw. Yeah. That was, what chemistry? That was, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you blew me up. Um, what are they watching? Yeah. Oh well, that was nice to nice to know. It was nice to be back. Although I think it's yeah. probably the first time I've ever reviewed Raw. Um, I've done AW before. I've done is that right? I've done NXT with Laurie once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. You did Evolution. That was your debut. I've done Evolution. So you've done you've, you've done a pay per view. Yeah, it's the only pay per view I've done though. I've been on obviously live reaction. So yeah, I think I think I've, yeah. I think I've completed the set now with NXT wow. 2.0. That's um, amazing. Yeah, no, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Um, I'm actually, I'm coming to you live from my friend's house, who mm-hmm. was supposed to go to Paris uh, for her mm. for her birthday, um, and then couldn't. So she's now in Northamptonshire in England. Um, yes. So uh, I'm coming to you live from her study, well, his, her, and her fiance study, and they have two dogs and two cats. So apologies in advance for anyone. Uh, listening to this, there may be some interference from animals and Pete. Mm, that's all right. I don't mind yeah. interruption from animals. You I... can interfere. Oh, thank you. I, I like to interfere on my own podcast. Um, mm. I was just looking at some of the comments on the Raw podcast yesterday. And yeah. I tell you what, for a little tease, oh. why don't we read some of the comments on the outro section of this podcast? Whoa! Oh, what some of the nice comments thing. or some of the not nice comments? Well, I've only read the first like five, and a lot of those are nice. So we'll go oh, through some of those ones, and maybe we'll see some mean ones. I don't know. What what are you what are you hoping for in twenty twenty two, Pete? In terms of the the world of wrestling, NXT two point mm. the shows that you that you review. Uh, I'm hoping I don't have to review NXT in twenty twenty two. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be nice. So you're that'd hoping for a, such a massive drop in viewership, yes? And that Ollie was like, "This is pointless. Let's yes. not do this." Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. That's um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, or I want it to be a good show. That yeah. would be nice. You know, I, I don't have any high expectations for you know particular storylines that I'm interested in because I'm not interested in any storylines. So 
But Pete, did you not yeah. see at War Games the the Japanese man eats the pizza and then he poos? <laughs> That's a storyline. What 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 what's he going to eat next? What what kind of poo is it? I just is it, not... how how do we talk about poo every single podcast you're poo, on, Andy? Poo's good, man. I how when I how when I was it? probably about ten, my my best friend at the time got me a a, is this book, a poo story. Yeah, a book called The Little Book of Poo. <laughs> And it had all the different kinds of poo in it. And so for, for weeks afterwards, every time I did a poo, I'd go to my parents and show them which kind of poo I thought it probably was from my book. Wait, how old did you say you were, sorry? Like 10. Christ. That's, that's quite young. 10-year-olds are quite, mean... quite pathetic. I mean, I feel like it's a bit too old to be talking about your poo with your parents. You know? I don't know, man. I still talk about poo with my parents. I probably had a conversation about poo with my parents over Christmas and my brother. I just, and my what brother, is your who's fascination a... with poo? I don't get it. Poo's funny. It smells funny. It's brown. It comes out your bum. And, and I don't know, it goes plop. We're going to stop talking about poo and start talking about NXT, which is also poo. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep talking let's... about poo. Yeah, because we're going to be talking about NXT. Let's get into this episode. Which the the lead in for this episode, the headline for the episode is, why is NXT? Yeah, I've already seen a few comments saying, what? (laughs) Yep, let's talk about it. Why is NXT? 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. It's is... colourful. Uh, why? Why? Why is NXT? This is, that was my most important question coming away from this episode. Why mm. is NXT? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the WrestleTalk Podcast review of NXT 2.0. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell. I'm joined as I was yesterday on the Raw Podcast by Randy Andy Detson stepping in for Tempest. And... Send in your ultra chats. If you have things to say about this show, I don't know how you would, but if you have things to say about this show, send them in to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Just questions about anything, about life, about love, about Mm -hmm. Christmas, uh, about... um... Don't. Poo. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. That's no, why I said I don't. Gonna, I wasn't going to do it until you said don't. <laughs> you you preempted the poo. Now now all we're going to do is talk about my poo. Let's um, not do that. Let's talk about a different kind of poo. That's this episode of NXT. We made that uh, joke on the intro and outro of the podcast, but that's not the point. Um. Anyway, this show. Okay, I didn't know what to put on the thumbnail for this episode because my overall view coming away from this episode is just stuff on this show just happens with no explanation things just happen and you're just expected to go along for the ride and not think about it at all for even a second because if you do you stop enjoying the show nxt fails at the very basic level of storytelling because things just happen And that's all. And I know on this episode, they were hit as part of the COVID outbreak. Dave Meltzer reported that a lot of NXT talent also tested positive, which is why there were probably a lot of changes on this episode and stuff that was advertised didn't happen. I totally understand that. 
But same point as we were talking about on our Raw review, you can still make a good show overcoming that adversity, as they've done many times before. This show, okay, there's, I'm just, I'm just going to say some things that happened. I'm not going to leave any details out. These are some things that happened on this show. Idris Enofe is backstage and he says, ah, one, Von Wagner comes in and says, oh, you got lucky. And then another dude, Malik Blake comes in and goes, hey, no, he won. And he goes, who the hell are you? That's the segment. That was the whole thing. That thing took like 15 seconds and a lot happened all going on in that. That set up a match later between Von Wagner and Manic Blade, by the way. So, a lot going on. Um, throughout the show, Wade Barrett was talking about how he's going to officiate a contract unification match. They're going to do the contract signing, the title unification match. They're going to do the contract signing between Carmelo Hayes and Roderick Strong, North American title, Cruiserweight title. But they kept teasing, well, if Carmelo Hayes sh- shows up, you know, we haven't seen him, so I guess he might not show up, right? You know, that Carmelo, he's obviously got a track record of not showing up on mm. uh, never, you know. But aside from that, you know, if he shows up, he might not He might not show up for that. Do you want to know when Carmelo Hayes showed up? At exactly the time he would have supposed to be there. Oh. He made his entrance when he's supposed... Why do you set that up as a story, Hook, if you're not going to pay it off? What's the story there? Hook. There is none. Yeah. This- That's very stupid. The, the show, the, the, the thing for me is that the show fails on an immediate basis because I, I'll make no secrets in the, in the fact that I don't watch a lot of NXT for 2.0. I've seen a few no. shows, but a wrestling show is, in a nutshell, basically two hours of storytelling. Um, and uh, some, some shows do it better than others. Um, and at the end of watching this two hours of wrestling and promos, I have no idea what's happening. Mm. Because at no point did I go, oh, well, I haven't really watched this before, but I can tell from this segment that that's what's going on. Um, oh, they're clearly feuding because of this. They've got history. Like you say, it just sort of happened. And therefore I was going, huh. Okay, but... but why why mm-hmm. why has that happened and then they don't explain it they just move on to the next thing and they go yeah. it, it's basically like a sketch show where none of the sketches are interlinked and yes. you can kind of but but they're also not they're also not good sketches yeah see the, the thing with my, with my thing is i think hot take here NXT is the worst product that WWE puts out on a weekly basis on TV. Granted, I don't watch NXT UK. I don't watch 205 Live. So they might be worse, right? I don't know. But in terms of Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, NXT is the worst show that they do. Because at the very least on Raw, it can be a repetitive show. It can be really boring. It can be damaging to the talent that they've got on that show. But at least they, more often than not, will have one match that's all right. Yeah. You know? They'll have one match that's okay. They've got some stars. They'll have like maybe one promo segment will be okay. You know, NXT has stuff happening that doesn't make you care about anything that's going on. It fails at the basics of storytelling. It has no setup and payoff. It does Chekhov's gun for stuff that doesn't happen. It 
what happens on the show? Like, okay. There was uh let's see. I'm just gonna pick some other some other things here. Harland had a match on in the night. He was supposed to face Brian Kendrick, but then that didn't happen. I'm assuming that's probably COVID related, but I don't know that. That's just speculation on my part. Um, so instead, Andre Chase comes out and goes, huh, this is a teachable moment. And then Joe Gacy goes, well, I'm glad you volunteered to be the replacement. He was like, wait, what? And then the bell rang. How is it an official match? That doesn't make any sense. Harland won by smashing his head onto the mat. And then some guy, I don't know who this person is. Some guy started checking on Andre Chase being like, oh my God, is this person, Andre, are you okay? And then Harland took him out and then carried him away. And he was like flopped over his shoulder like he was dead. He didn't even do anything. He, like, pulled him out of the ring. And then he carried him away. Later on in the show, they were on the roof of the performance center. He was going to murder a man. He was going to throw him off the roof. And then Joe Gacy was like, huh, I think you proved your point. And then he puts him down. So That's the segment. What point are you proving? Re- what story is this? WrestleTalk.com describes him as the guy checking on him going, a student from the student section in a Chase University shirt. So that's the story there. I just... What? And then Von Wagner had a match. He won. I still love Robert his Stone name. was watching backstage. <laughs> I don't well, care. The, the thing is, like... And I'm sure this has been discussed to death. But... When NXT was up against AW Wednesday night, they really mm. tried... They really tried to do good storylines. And yet, maybe they weren't quite as good as the other product. Maybe that sometimes they were better mm-hmm. than the other product. But they really made an effort of it, creating characters that we cared about. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is just... Here's one thing this week. Um, probably be something else next week. Uh, we haven't really thought about it. it. It really feels like they finish writing Raw... And then they have less than 24 hours to write an entire show. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just exhausted at that point. So they go, I don't know. We'll make just, you're right, you two are in a segment. We're not going to give you a script or any story. Just go out. Well, the thing and is, I reckon if they did that, they'd put on a better show. If they legitimately didn't have a script and said, you two, go wrestle a match. I reckon this would be a way better show than what they've got. Because then at some point, you get things like Boa attacking Solo Sokoa, and he has face paint on, and then the camera pans away and pans back, and suddenly he's not got any face paint on. Oh my god, who cares? Oh my god, it's Boa! No one cares about Boa! Stop trying to make me care what? about Boa! Website editor Liam Winnard loves Boa. And then Why? again, website editor Liam Winnard loves NXT 2.0 because he thinks it's so stupid that he, his favorite bit about wrestling is when it's really dumb, and therefore he loves NXT 2.0. We watched uh, War Games together, and it was one of my first doses of NXT 2.0, and the majority of it was him laughing and me going, wait, what? Because <laughs> it was my first, my first real exposure to it was the guy who teams with... Um, uh, see, I don't even know his name. The, 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 the guy in the coat. Who eats the pizza? Ikaminjiro. Yeah. Tag teams with Kushida, yes. Kushida, yeah. Sorry. I was, I, all I had was Kenta in my head. And I was like, oh, no, it's not Kenta. <laughs> it's with not Kushida. Kenta. Yeah. And I, the, my first exposure to this man is that he's rummaging through a wardrobe, finding a coat, <laughs> runs out, yeah. eats a pizza, and then does a poo. And yes, <laughs> obviously, it was great because I'm a big fan of that kind of thing. But <laughs> like, 
that doesn't make me want to watch. That makes me think, what the hell's going on? Like, if I just flicked onto it as a casual just... fan and went, oh, that guy's on the toilet, going, like, doing <clears throat> questionable noises. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm not like, wow, what a, what a legitimate wrestling product. This is what I came for. I'm going, yeah. oh, this is why people don't like this. Okay, now I understand. Yeah. Like, you, 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 you're, not, you're, not, you're not questioning... The, the beliefs I've gone in with are this is going to be silly. And you, and you haven't, and you've immediately gone, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, totally. And it's like, it's even the little things on this show. If you're like, how does that happen? How's that happening? That doesn't make any sense. For like, you know, some people are cutting a promo backstage and suddenly Mandy Rose comes on the TV. How'd you get there, Mandy? Who's putting that together? That doesn't make any sense. Me. Walter R Riddle had a promo, like a video promo on the Titan Tron. Walter had one later, and then Riddle came in on a split screen. Who's doing that? How'd you manage that one? I thought it was a pre-recorded video. How'd you have a live thing and you do a split screen with the NXT logo? What? Who's who's programming this? How does Riddle get to interrupt Walter on a split screen? Does not make any sense? <laughs> he's, <laughs> like... he's, hacked. he's the smack. Riddle's the SmackDown hacker. Yeah, clearly. He was actually he was in the back me. back end of Streamyard the whole time, and he has uh, ad administrator role, so he can I can add himself. I just I just I just can't with this show. So they just say things and just expect you to go along with it. It was like what I was saying earlier. It's like you know, well, we've got the the title unification contract signing later. You know, if Kamala Hayes shows up, it's like, what what do you mean? Like you can't just say that with no context. Like you just you just expect me to just go. Oh yeah, well that Carmelo never shows up to stuff, does he? Because you've you haven't set that story up at all, and then it was paid off with Carmelo coming out at the correct time. Like, oh. well, like what's Carmelo. the story? Uh, Pete, tell you what, should we do some old chat and talk? No, about no, I'm not done, Andy. Uh. I'm not done. All right, I'm not done because this friggin' show they put they had a video package for the tag team division, right? Mm. And a video package for these four teams that have been feuding, you know, the Grizz Jung veterans and Jacket Time and Briggs and Jensen and the others that were in this four-way feud. Creed Brothers, sure. They they had a, a video package for these four teams. They had the goal. They had the goal to say, we've got the best tag teams in the world. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Briggs and Jensen. I've heard of them. I just... What? You, you have... <clears throat> Kushida well, is an amazing wrestler. I love the Grizzly Jung veterans. I think they're fantastic. Ikemenjiro took a at war games. That's Pete, his Pete. character. Oi! Sorry, everyone. Pete's very angry. He's a sweary boy. Uh... How can you possibly say you have the best tag teams in the world? I'm sorry, everyone. When you treat oh. your tag teams like that, I don't understand this company. Well, I don't understand this show. It doesn't make any sense on any level. When you think about anything they possibly do on any episode, it stops making sense. It, well, it's also weird because they say that they've got the best uh, tag team division in the world when they've forgotten about the WWE women's tag team division, uh, <laughs> which is obviously... <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I mean, they've got there are two teams in that thing. Um, <laughs> they've just yeah, they've just got a feud with each other. 
I'd love to see them put together a. Um... Yeah, Pete. Uh, Sir D West, when you say stop watching, I would love to. I would love to stop watching. Unfortunately, it's my job, and I need to watch this show. I don't. I don't want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> Somehow, I was broken by this show, and this episode rebroke me again. I didn't even know that was possible, but it happened somehow. Peach, um, I've got I got a message from uh, Adam Pearson on uh, DM uh, on Twitter, mm. and that's just now saying, "Is Pete okay?" No, no, I'm not okay. Um, I'm gonna try and find a video just... to make you, to make you feel better. Oh, we go. No, I know. I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. No worries, man. That's actually the best storyline I've seen today. That one did legitimately make me laugh. That yeah, one yeah. did make me feel better. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's do some ultra chats because... Oh, God. Um, send those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Uh, we'll read all the ones that are five US dollars and up. By the time the show goes off the air, I'm losing my own train of thought today. Charles mm. Berg says, thank you for watching and reviewing the show. I had something much more important to do yesterday, playing Paper Mario 64. I think NXT 2.0 is great. Now every WWE wrestler can already be viewed as a joke before they get buried on the main roster. Smart. Great. Good. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Good company. Yeah. Liam Leonard said, hi, Pete and Andy. NXT questions. NXT questions my sanity. They had so much talent and they have the ability to put on good matches. But Vince is like, nah, will I ever learn not to watch WWE shows live? I'll stick to the Irish independent wrestling. That sounds like a great idea. Andy, mm. have you gone onto the Quizomania back end, buddy? No. <laughs> Yes, because the background, the split between us is now red instead of the normal WrestleTalk podcast background, which is what it's supposed to be. Well, it's people are asking for something. Holla, holla, holla. There You're you the go. Worst. Now, You're the uh, worst. Hey, I'm just a, I'm a crowd pleaser. Clearly. Uh, anyway, what was the what was the, what was the message? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just not even scrolling. paying attention. Not even paying attention to the ultra chats. Um, yeah, stop watching WWE shows live. Don't do that to your sanity. That's not great. Like you said, stick to the Irish independent wrestling. I'm sure it's much better. It is. And now, especially now that he's part of the Irish independent wrestling scene. Do you mm, hear? He, absolutely. he had his first match or did his yeah. first promo. I, I forget which one it was. Yes. Involved in his first wrestling show, which is very, very cool. Oh, he had um, a lumberjack, wasn't he? Lumberjack. Mm. Uh, or Lumber Liam, maybe. Um, mm. Riot DR says, uh, NXT 2.0 upset my wife. She hears Brian... Excuse me. She hears Brian Kendrick's music. She's a fan. Puts her phone down to pay attention. And then there was no Brian. Sadness. A few moments later, she went to bed. Also, I care for Boa. Not as a wrestler, but I care. I care about... I, to be honest, I care about almost all of them. As as people. As people? Yes, I agree. Yes. Uh, not as characters or wrestlers. No, because I haven't been given a reason to do that. Exactly. Yes. Well, regardless, let's get into more of your Ultra Chats later at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Send those in. Andy, please stop hijacking the show with your own comments of people complimenting you like you did yesterday. Is that all right? I've got, uh, you know, I've I've got restless leg syndrome. I've Mm -hmm. got restless finger syndrome sometimes. Just click. Tell you what, move the mouse just a little bit away. So if you click, it doesn't bring up a comment. You know, that's a crazy idea.
Let's get into the play-by-play -play review of this episode of NXT, which started off with Grayson Waller versus Odyssey Jones. Because mm. Grayson Waller came out and cut a promo on AJ first. Um, and then he said, well, I'm going to face someone else that's not Dexter Loomis. Because he, he took out Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis is done now because he hit Suitable him once with a chair. He hit him once with a chair last week. So now well, Dexter yeah. Loomis is out <laughs> forever. That, that's the last by Dexter Loomis. I mean, what is he? He must be in his 30s, so he's probably too old. Yeah, too old for NXT 2.0. Um, and then he said he'll face anyone else. Odyssey Jones comes out and he says, you feel like you're a big-time star? You, you're more like a big-time bitch? Oh, Big-time, bro. He said the B word. Um, mm, I really like Odyssey Jones. I think he's great. And you know what? This match was decent. It got a little bit of time. Way longer than you normally see for an NXT 2.0 match. This got like 10 minutes. Whoa. Crazy. Uh, this was decent. Um, you can tell that they're a little bit green still, though. You can tell this is a developmental show, put it that way. Um, there was a lot like of greenery the... on this show. Oh, there thought. sure was. Um, and uh, Waller won with the exposed turnbuckle. Uh, Jones's sell of the stunner was a bit weird, I thought, but Grayson Waller got the win. AJ Styles then cut a promo on the Tron saying that he's gonna be at New Year's Evil. Cool. Yeah, this was, I, this was you know what this was fine. It's this like it's, fine. it's it's cool to see AJ Styles sort of mixing it a bit mm -hmm. with NXT. I would have been a lot more excited about it if it had been like a year ago. I would have been way more excited about it if it was 2018. Yeah, or some, some something like that. If it had been Adam Cole mm. trying to feud with yeah. AJ Styles, wouldn't that be cool? Baby, it would. Like, mm. But. Because I mainly watch the main roster, and because I haven't had that much exposure to NXT 2.0, I don't know much about Grayson Waller, and therefore, again, and that's partly my fault, but partly the bad storytelling's fault, is that I don't care that he's trying to face AJ Styles. He insulted his hair. Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a difference between, like, Riddle trying to call out Brock Lesnar and Riddle trying to call out Goldberg. So I'm like, oh, that's juicy, because I know who Matt Riddle is. Mm. Grayson Waller's just like, oh, all right. Well, I, I guess he'll lose to AJ Styles. I don't know. He might win. Who cares? Whatever. I think a lot of anyway. I've, I've seen a lot of people <laughs> thinking he is going to beat AJ Styles. But then I guess we'll just have Grayson Waller on the main roster because you can't just beat AJ Styles and not be not go straight to the main roster. Yes, you can. NXT doesn't make sense. Yeah, doesn't true. matter. You can just have him win, and then the next week he'll come out, and then he'll face. When, when Edge came Someone back, else, when, when, when Edge went to NXT, and and uh, dang, uh, big good money Dangor put money on the fact that Finn Balor, yeah. <laughs> Oh, good times that. Um, we then had a backstage promo with um, uh, Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, and it started off with Cora Jade going, "Yes, Mackenzie, we can coexist." Just because yeah. you reference it doesn't mean it's not a good story. It's not a good story. You're still doing the "Can we coexist?" story. Just because you've referenced it doesn't make it okay. God, but it's but it's the whole Veer thing, isn't it? They're sort of they, they know that the, the joke they're making, but because they're yes. now making it, it's not. It's not funny. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, they cut a promo. Mandy Rose just appears on the TV behind them. How'd she do that? Isn't that crazy? 
And she says that it's going to be a tag team match. It was originally going to be them versus Toxic Attraction. Mm. But she said instead, you're going to have Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. And whoever wins out of those two, uh, the team that wins will be facing her at New Year's Evil in a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. My question is, you already had a triple threat at New Year's Evil for the NXT Women's Championship between Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, and Raquel Gonzalez. Mm. So... You just changing it up? Like you just what's why? Especially with the result that came later in the night, where it was Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez that won, meaning that the match they already had is the same match that they have now. Be- because mm-hmm. give me a sec. Um you're thinking about it longer than they did. After they needed, that, they 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 needed a match. Probably, they needed a match. There sure. you go. Let's go with that. Uh, Zion Quinn cut a promo to camera that says, "This needs to happen tonight between me and Electra Lopez. The choice is yours, Electra. You'll never guess what didn't happen tonight, did it? Um, <clears throat> MSK have somehow become more obnoxious than they were before." Hot damn, they are not funny. Bless them. They, okay, they were getting booed by a lot of crowds before they left. Then they went away for weeks on end, having really, really, really unfunny skits for weeks and weeks and weeks on end that ended terribly. They come back and they get cheered. This is yeah. why we can't have nice things, I guess. Hey, man, we do have one nice thing in the fact that we're going to see at least a part of Riddle versus Walter. That's pretty spicy. I like that. Um, Yeah, Riddle says he couldn't be with them in a promo on the Tron, change of plans, and he says they need to call out Imperium, so they call out Imperium. Imperium talk in Italian and German, and they go, <laughs> subtitles, <laughs> great joke, they don't speak English. Really funny, guys. And also, they do probably quite yeah. well. And yeah. yeah, just but no, but they're foreign, so and, and, and speaking a language that's not English. But I also, I also <laughs> like it when These people guys. cut promos in their native language because it gives it Me some. Me too. Because because often they they can convey more emotion, even if you don't know what they're talking about. When Asuka cuts a, a promo in Japanese, you kind of get the gist. You get the point. Yeah, hundred percent. Good She's God. saying, "I'll um, see you at day one in 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 that thingy, wherever it's being shown on Saturday." I, I was going to say Atlanta, but then I didn't want to get it wrong. Mm, I don't know. Whatever. Um. But then, yeah. So then they they don't speak English. Ms Msk are just now another WWE comedy tag team. They mm. cut exactly the same, like bog standard. WWE comedy that you'd expect from a comedy joke team, right? Or a, a, a comedy gimmick. And it's exactly the same cadence, exactly the, the same style of jokes, exactly the same jokes that you would expect from any other just comedy goof team. And that's not what they were when they came into this company. They've just been given that through these vignettes that weren't funny. So, you know... Would, That's a thing now. Would you like to see a new tag team on the main roster with Grayson Waller and Walter called Grayson Walter? No. 
But... If Walter's coming up to the main roster, I do not want him to be paired with Grayson Waller. He'll be teaming with uh, Otis. No. If Walter's coming to the main roster, I want him to be a solo act. Walter, At the very least, he's gonna I will accept Keith Imperium. Whereas he's going to get a t-shirt because he's not really, really hench. The <laughs> thing is, Keith Lee's so hench, but he's just he's a bit so rounder. Hench. Anyway, oh, whatever. Stupid. Walter then appears on the Titantron saying, MSK is everything that's wrong with the tag team division. Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner are amazing champions. You're disrespecting them by being idiots, basically. Riddle then interrupts, whoom, split screen on the Titantron and says, hey, bro, you're stupid. You're so awesome. we should have a match. Um, so then at New Year's Evil, it's going to be a six-man tag. It's going to be Riddle and MSK versus Walter, Bartel, and Eichner of Imperium. And you know what? That's pretty exciting. One, Walter's having another match. <laughs> Big fan of that. And Riddle's there. He's good. Good. Yeah. Walter remains, despite him not having that many matches these days, he remains my favorite wrestler to watch in the world. Because when he oh, has a so good, good match, there is nothing like... There, like, he doesn't do loads of moves. Oh, nope, my light turned off. I'm not going to say anything until it turns back no, on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, Andy. Jesus Christ. That was like, that was, oh, was that, was that, was that the Pete coming out? The, the Pete. <laughs> the the Damien. <laughs> it's the Pete. The Pete has it's been gone all dark. He's going to Pete. He's going to beat someone up. No. Uh, when, when he's wrestling, Walter, that is, there is nothing like him just stopping someone. Oh, he's done it again. The Pete. It's the Pete. Oh God! Andy, please keep talking. No. <laughs> um. F A B U L O U S. Andy, keep talking. F A B U L O U S. Yes. Can you just Diamond keep reviewing for a second while I try and fix this, please? Now I'm fab. Yes, I'm fabulous. They keep hating on me. I don't stress. Uh. Yes, I'm tum. I've got time for this because I'm fabulous. Capiche, big hair, high heels, and a fur jacket. Uh, something, something, something. So, something you can uh, nag it. Um, I've forgotten the words, to be honest. Holler. That's the wrong song. Uh, anyway, yeah, I like Walter. What about you, Pete? Oh, man. Pete, you're rubbish at this. Um, just review the show, bud. No, I need you to lead me in. This isn't how we do it. Um, my favourite colour is blue. Pete, what's your favourite colour? Is it purple? Andy, you're the worst. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I got... Oh, uh, I had to try and sort out my wire. My wire wasn't charging the thing. Alright. <sighs> anyway. Um I don't even know what I was saying, I'll be honest. Walter and uh, six man tag. Yeah, that'd be go. good. I like I'll, Yeah, that'd be fun. I, the point I was making is I like Walter and I like mm. him chopping people. There you go. He's the most consistent wrestler I think I've ever seen. I I've never seen him have a bad match. Ever. Mm. He's great. Um 
Wade Barrett sent, uh, then says he's going to officiate the contract unification title contract signing segment if Carmelo shows up. <laughs> you know, if I doubt, he I, I, what, what I, doubt, I doubt he will, though, because they've, they've set it up that he won't be there. Yeah, exactly. Idris Enefe is backstage. Von Wagner says he got lucky. And then some other dude is there. Malik Blade, I think. Von Wagner says, who the hell are you? He's right, you know. That's my notes. Malik Blade is... It's quite a cool name, really. Um, it was It's the kind of name I would make up as a nine-year-old for my creator pro wrestler. Mm, sure is, yeah. Um, again, it was just sort of a segment, like you said earlier. Yep. It, like, I, at the end of it, I didn't go, oh, okay, that makes sense. I went, I, I don't really know who these people are. Yep. And you won't know by the end of this because it doesn't get over anyone's characters. Uh, Harland was supposed to take on Brian Kendrick next. Brian Kendrick no-showed. I'm assuming there was some sort of change of plans with outbreaks and stuff. Andre Chase comes out and says he has a teachable moment. And then Joe Gacy says, thank you for being the, the replacement for the guy. For There you go. For, for, for the other dude, for Brian Kendrick. Um, and then the bell rings because it's an official match, even though Andre Chase didn't want to take part in it. And I said, wait, how is this official? And then, oh, whatever, I don't care. Um, I kind of liked the finish. I think mm. it could have been maybe executed a little bit better, but I think the concept was was kind of there, where Harlan just took Andre Chase's head and just repeatedly slammed it into the mat. And then yeah. the referee was like, uh, I'm just calling this match off. He's like, knocked out. I, I think I, the, the idea I like... was nice. I don't think the execution was perfect. I, I do. I sort of get on with the, the, the Harlan character. Like mm-hmm. he's just a psychopath, which sure. which works in in the right hands. Unfortunately, I mean it, it could be in better hands, but it's it it is working. Yeah. Um, you you've got to think though at some point though because Paul Heyman once called him the next the next Brock Lesnar that when he does go to the main roster it will be as something else. Um, Maybe. And I mean, do we assume that he's going to eventually turn and attack his master? I mean, I, Mate, I, I guess that that's, that has to be the way they do it. Mate, I don't care. <laughs> and they don't care, Pete, but this is a discussion. Oh, is it now? About wrestling. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you glitched. So did you. I think it might have been on your end. No, but that's you fine. glitched. Uh-huh, sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 I don't... That, that, this is the thing. This is what me and Tempest talk about quite a lot, is that... This show in particular, you don't want to speculate about it. It's not something you care about having discussions about what direction they're going to take or where this character is going to go, where the storyline is going to play out. Like you just, you don't want to discuss it because you don't care at the end of it. You know, it's like we always say when we're reviewing Rampage, it's like, isn't it nice to talk about a show where you just like, oh, I don't know where the story is going or like how they're going to play this out or what this character's motivations are or how this is going to work. And they just... This doesn't make you do that at all because you don't know where they're going to go because everything changes from week to week and stuff just happens that doesn't make any sense. So there's no point in speculating about, <laughs> excuse me, about it. It's because yeah, you, you can't go, oh yeah, because this is a callback to two months ago mm. when they did this. Yeah. Because week to week, it's so random that it's it's very hard to remember what happened. Yes. Yeah. Um, like... Even if, even if, like on SmackDown and stuff, you can some there are there are a few segments where you're like that was rubbish, that was rubbish. But in in the stories they're really making an effort on, you go, oh yeah, because they did that a few months ago, and 
they'll make reference to it on commentary. But the commentators on NXT don't have any idea what to say because there's nothing to refer to. Like, mm-hmm. with, like with Wade Barrett going, oh, yeah, he never turns up, uh, I guess. And then he turns up and you're like, well, therefore it I'm is. not going to listen to you. Because the commentators are a part of the show. And if they're talking bollocks, sorry, if they're talking nonsense, then what's the... Po- oh, a dog walked in. <gasps> dog. <gasps> what a Dolly. good boy. Hello. I care about dogs. Oh, Dolly. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone downstairs. Anyway, oh, dog content. Oh, that's made me sad. Uh, after the match of Harland and uh, Andre Chase, like we mentioned earlier, some dude came in and started checking on Andre Chase and was like, oh, wait. he's like basically lying on top of him. Just like, oh, my God, Andre, are you OK? I, I care about you so much. I'm like, wait, who are you? And then um, Harland comes back in the ring, pulls out the guy at the ring and then drags him off. Which gets paid off later. Um uh, sorry, for those wondering, that's not my dog. Uh, it's no. a friend's dog. Oh my god! I'm being attacked! <laughs> Hi! There are two dogs. Uh, and one of them just licked my testes. Um, nice. I mean, I shouldn't have put peanut butter there, but you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> anyway. This so is a great show now. Every time they come it. in, I'll let you know. Oh, another one. Ah! They're not, so I'm, at, I'm currently at a... I'm at, this is actually my day off. If anyone's wondering why I'm not in my house. Day off. Yes, they've got two dogs and two cats. Mm. And they're very good lucky. house, that. Uh, this is the point I wrote in my notes. I swear to effing God, stuff just effing happens on this show. Yeah. Um, was at this point. Um, we then had Solo Sokoa interrupting Santos Escobar. And Santos was like, you need to apologize for daring to step out of your locker room or something. And Solo was like, no. And then walked off. Which set up Solo Sokoa versus Santos Escobar later. We then got the debut of Tiffany Stratton. Finally. Via vignettes for ages. She was teased at War Games, so I knew who she was. Mm. Um, so she's been built up for ages. Um, I thought she's good, but she's really, really green. Which is what a lot of people on this show are. They have some upside, and you think, oh, they might have potential down the line. Why are they on TV now? Yeah, that, that, that's the problem, that you can make a really good character, but if they can't wrestle, then you immediately don't buy into them. I'm not saying she mm. can't wrestle at all, but there was, a, it was, unfortunately, it was the same with the main event. I'm not saying, like, Mandy Rose is still green, but she's never been the greatest ring worker. Raquel Gonzalez has got lots of good upsides, but, again, isn't the greatest ring worker. And Cora Jade uh, is still very young and green. And therefore, isn't the greatest ring room worker? And it just—you can make the best characters you want, but if they—if as soon as they enter the ring, you're like, oh, then you yeah. immediately sort of don't invest. Yeah, you have the disconnect between what they're presenting and what you're viewing, and that—that that kind of narrative dissonance makes you disconnect from the show. And she was facing. By the way, I just want to point out that her opponent was called Fallon Henley. What? That's not a name. Named after Fallon Sherrick, the famous darts player. I thought she was named after Jimmy Fallon. Um, uh, whatever. Are, um, you, are you not a fan of Daddy's Little Girl? I mean, that's what you call yourself to Ollie. You're, you're Ollie's little boy, aren't you? 
It's what you call yourself around the office. Ollie, call, call me a little boy. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. Um, anyway. Are you just yeah. saying things, Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just having I, a conversation with yourself. Sorry, oh, hello, Teddy. All right. Come on. Come on, Teddy. Oh. You're going to. Oh. He's built this up. <gasps> oh, he's a good boy. This is Teddy. So, okay, again, these aren't my dogs. These no. are my friends, Holly and Jack. And. This is Teddy. Oh, um, uh, he's a, he's a still a very he's a very much puppy. He's a cockapoo. Oh, you want to get down? Yeah. He's had his fifty. He's had his twenty seconds of fame. Yeah, it's all right. Immortalized. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, talk about the show, Pete. Tell me what NXT is a developmental show. Stop putting a developmental show on TV. Don't make any sense. Nobody wanted, mm. wanted to watch FCW back in the past, apart from a very select group of people. Let them watch it. Sure, whatever. This is not a nationally televised TV show. It shouldn't be a nationally televised wrestling product. Tony D'Angelo cut a promo from home and saying, hey, I, I broke his hand. Mm. Um, and then you'd have thought he won the match. He didn't, but made it look like he did. Um, then we get that contract unification Title unification, contract signing. I keep messing up the words for that. Championship okay. contender okay. signing. Okay, 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 okay. This is what I mean by if you think about anything for more than two seconds, it all falls apart. They've built up the story that Carmelo Hayes might not show up, right? They've built that up through the whole show. They, they reference it more than the once I've mentioned. They mentioned it several times, you know, like a backstage interview would be like, no sign of Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams yet today before they go on with their segment or whatever. They built this mm. up that Carmelo Hayes might not show up. When they cut to the ring with Wade Barrett, they have the Cruiserweight title and the North American title on the table. If Carmelo Hayes isn't there, how did you get his belt? They got a replica from the shop. I... There was a kid in the crowd. I just... I just... Let it play if out, you think about If you think about any detail on this show for more than a couple of seconds, it doesn't make sense. It's very stupid. Um, Carmelo Hayes, they, the Diamond Mine came out for their thing, and Malcolm Bivens was doing his usual Malcolm Bivens ish stuff. And then Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams walked out. No, no fanfare, no extra, like, oh my God, Carmelo's here? <gasps> they just walked out and they're like, oh, yes, Carmelo Hayes. Mm. Like, why were you building up that he might not be there? What was the payoff to that? And here, there wasn't one. As scheduled. Yeah. Literally, Hayes. as scheduled. Oh. Then, I will give them massive credit. I really enjoyed this one interaction between Trick Williams and Malcolm Bivens. I thought it was very funny. Trick Williams cut a whole promo, and Malcolm Bivens was like, "Sorry, let me let me translate to Roderick Strong." I mean, like he's basically saying that uh, you're not the A champion; you're a B champion. You won't be champion by the time it comes to uh, New Year's Evil next week, um, and he's going to to beat you for the for the championship. And Roddy uh, comes back and he'd be like, "Oh, um, can you uh, just tell him that I'm going to kick his ass?" And he and, and then Malcolm Evans came out with this whole spiel of just be like, "You come around there, and he's going to kick your ass next Saturday." And came up with this whole thing. I was like, "That's genuinely very funny." Um, yeah, like, that, that, like, like with Raw yesterday, good. there was like a moment within the Miz segment. Where I was like, "Yeah, mm -hmm. that's funny." Yeah, Malcolm Bivens is such a good promo. Oh, he's um, great, and I love his Twitter. And then Wade Barrett also had a good line to be like, "I have no idea what's going on right now." So if we can bring it back to the contract signing, uh, Carmelo Hayes, I want to hear from you. Carmelo said, "I'm gonna win." 
Roddy said, that's funny. I'm going to win. And then oh. they signed a contract and then they both walked off and then Trick Williams walked back in and then he got put through a table by the Creed brothers. I was going to say, I was, I, I, as soon as I see a table in the ring, I'm like, well, someone's going through someone's it. Someone's going. And it's yep. always fun. So I guess it was fun. Yep. yep. Uh, we then got a video package for the tag team division. We've got the best in the world here. No, you don't. I love the Grizzled Young Veterans so much. I think they're amazing. I think Kashida's a top talent anywhere he goes. He's awesome. Come I mean, frankly, I, I, I'm surprised Kashida picked his tag partner because he should have picked Tamina because there is no better tag partner <laughs> in the world than Tamina from, from what I hear from Corey Graves. From Corey Graves and Raw. Oh, man. There is no, there is no one meaner or better mm, to choose yeah. as a tag partner. Um, we had Solo Sokoa versus Santos Escobar. And I was mildly interested in this match because they protected mm. Solo Sokoa a lot. Santos Escobar is obviously a fairly protected talent as well and a very good wrestler. I was quite interested in this match. And then I, my first note is, what's the odds of Zion Quinn getting involved? Wouldn't you know it? Hi. I was right. Yeah. I... Yeah. Sorry, I was going to ask. I've probably talked about it before, but I mean, mm. is he is, is he going to be a third Uso? No, 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 no. They, he's not an Uso. He's Solo Sokoa. No, I know, but like, eventually, are they going to go? Oh well, we need we need a third. Or like, if one of the because he, he doesn't look I, like are you as well. are you trying to speculate on what WWE plan to do? Because they don't know what they're going to do. True. Hmm. But also, you should call him an Uso because he looks like an Uso. He wrestles like an Uso. The crowd I mean, were literally Uso chanting Uso. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And also, the the crowd were literally chanting Uso during this match. So like. So actually, Hulk Hogan's Hulk Hogan's famous catchphrase is Uso. Translated. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. So um, Hulk Hogan is actually one of the Usos. Sure. That's amazing. Uh, in this match, uh, there was some distraction because Zion Quinn came down with, for the whole Electra Lopez romance thing. But then before that happened, Santos Escobar did a dive on him. And then he went back in the ring and got super kicked and splashed. And then Solo Sokoa won. We then got a rundown of New Year's Evil from the backstage interviewer, which ran down the whole card, like took a few seconds to explain all the matches and everything, which is good. And you know what? It looks like a half-decent card. I'm mildly interested in New Year's Evil. I think there might yeah. be there's potential for some good matches on that card, which sounds good. Then Harland puts the guy he took earlier on the roof. Well, why not? They were on the roof and they said, oh, there seems to be some sort of commotion. We're going to go to the roof. Somehow they had multiple cameras already up there. One from the floor pointing up and one on the roof with them. And then it looks like he was going to throw him off. And then Joe Gacy's like, I think you've made your point. And then he puts him down on the roof. Did you see that um, Matt Riddler was in the background of this shot? No. Because he was the Riddler on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that might be one of your better ones, I'll be honest. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. Uh, then after that backstage, Boa attacked Solo Sokoa backstage. Oh, Boa man. Boa attacked him with face paint on and did the, the finger the choke thing with his fingers. 
And then he went away. And then another camera came back and he was standing there with no face paint and went like, what's going on? Why is, why is this guy on the floor? Huh, what? I'm just Boa. I'm just here. I'm just Boa. That should be his catchphrase. Every time he does care. something, I'm just Boa. <laughs> oh, I j- when's the, I'm when's the main so, event? I'm so over all of the Tian Shah stuff. Please That's stop. Yeah. That's what this Boa thing is. It's a continuation of the Tian Shah stuff. I thought they gave up on that ages ago. I was so confused. They, they gave up on Tian Shah, kind of. They got rid of Mei Ying. Mei Ying did the fusion dance with Boa, and now Boa is Boa and Mei Ying in one person, which is the face paint thing versus the no face paint thing. Right. It's very stupid. Right, okay. <sighs> we then got a video package for uh, Tomasa Champa versus Brombreaker. It was all right. We then got Von Wagner versus Malik Blade. I could not care less about this match. Robert Stone is watching. I still don't care. Von Wagner wins. Again, I still don't care. It's Von yeah. Wagner. His, he is the most generic wrestler I have ever seen. He is. And he is a unusual looking bloke. Um, hey, man. Uh, this is the further in the story of Malik Blade and Edris... Is it Idris Anofi? Anof? Idris Anofi, yeah. And Idris Anofi. Um, yeah. That's that's the story. We got we then got the commentary team running down the entirety of New Year's Evil. You know, that thing that happened like five minutes ago. Hmm. Cool. Uh, and then we got the main event of Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade oh, versus Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. And you'll never guess what, Andy. What, Pete? <laughs> they can't coexist. What? Oh, no. They oh, can't coexist, man. Andy. What I care they... so what... much about this story. What, what can they do together? Like, God. pottery? What? Yeah. Maybe Maybe they're good friends out, outside the ring, and therefore they thought maybe in the ring they'll be all right. Please end me. I just... <sighs> They I mean, to be fair, had Pete, a match. You, blew, you blew me up, and we coexist. Apparently, I mean, we're not. We don't have time to talk about that right now, and we've only got right. ten minutes left. Tomorrow, of the show, yeah. technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, right. We'll see. Um, they can't coexist. Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez start arguing, and Cora Jade wins anyway. They basically do a thing where, like, she was going to win, and then Raquel Gonzalez, like, she like stopped Cora Jade pinning, even though Cora Jade could have won. She was like, no, that's my pin. And it's like, just win. Get in the triple threat match at New Year's Evil, you moron. What are you doing? And then she got her up again, and then she like went into a roll-up, but then Raquel pushed her through into Cora Jade's own roll-up. Like She counted the roll-up from Katie Ray, and then, and then Cora Jade won by getting the roll-up. And then they started arguing some more, even though they won and got into the triple threat match. And then Mandy Rose came on and was like, oh, this was all part of my plan. This is why I made it a triple threat match, because you two, you're going to be so consumed with taking the title off me uh, that that you're gonna like not be able to do it or whatever it, it was a it was a good plan i mean it's not as good as becky lynch's plan to suit mm-hmm. to, to ambush Liv morgan last week mm-hmm. but it was it was up there with some of the, it was I, no, okay because you're because plan. i'm really positive and you're really negative 
Mm, yeah. um, at least they seem to be putting a lot of stock into a young female star in Cora Jade. At least. I know she's not the best, but at least, at least they're doing something. Do you know who else is a really good young female talent that they could put a lot of time and stock into? My girlfriend. No, who? Tony Storm. I was. I thought you were going to say Tony Storm. Mm. Do you know what they're doing with her? Uh, didn't she get cream thrown at her by Charlotte Flair? Sure did. Sure did. Hey. So yes, you could say, mm. "Oh, it's so great that they're, they're they're pushing this young." female talent when you have so many talented women on your roster and you don't do anything with them why are you pushing the greenest one out of all of them because she has a skateboard and that's mm. that that advertises to the younger um the younger demographic Whatever. Mandy Rose's plan is stupid. Why would you ever want to make a, put yourself in a triple threat? That makes no sense. Yes. Yeah. No, I was going to try and make it make sense, but it doesn't because, because you, you, anyone could pin anyone. <laughs> exactly. Because if they're infighting and fighting amongst each other, they can just pin each other and win. That's a stupid plan. Oh, my God. Very stupid. This show sucked. This show was rubbish. This had very, very little to like about it. Didn't make me excited for New Year's Evil. The card looks good in spite of all the bad build. So, like, you know, well done for that, I guess. I just... I just don't care about the show. I don't want to talk about it. It sucks. It's Pete. so bad at storytelling every Return. single week. No. I didn't work. No. Pete! Return! This is really bad audio content, because oh, I can't yeah. see it. Pete, stop using rage. Let's get into the rest of your ultra chats. Let's finish the Cheers. show. Let's do that. Also, for those who are curious, we'll stick around after this because at 4.15, Andy and I are going to be doing predictions for day one. I oh. know. It's news to us as well. Yeah, we, um, I got a text yeah. while I was at the pub for lunch going, Andy, mm. what are you doing after your next tea? I was like, uh... Nothing. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want to do the Do you want to see the predictions? I don't know what matches are on the show, mate. He's like me I neither. Have, I didn't know either. So we're go, we're going to be doing predictions after this at fourteen, and me and Andy are going to be facing each other, Wrestle League point style for the number thirty spot that we're going to be having in the Royal like Jamble. Way. Remember last year when we had the really chaotic stream for the Royal Jamble with loads of people coming in and out all the time? We're doing it again this year in twenty twenty two. I should say next year technically. So, yay. We're going to be fighting for the number 30 spot between me and Andy. Oh, I, I want predictions. Yeah, we're still not doing live reactions for day one. Truth. We're doing those predictions. So, there you go. For now, let's get to the rest of your ultra chats. Jonathan Holubiak, sorry if I butchered that name, said, Pete, 
Watching you get tortured by Raw and NXT is so much more entertaining than Raw and NXT that I paused your review yesterday and cancelled my cable TV. Last night was my last time watching NXT, and I fell asleep. Have fun, bud. Thank you very much, Jonathan. It's always nice to Appreciate get well it. wishes. It is. Um, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Kajili, or Mr. CJ Lilly, I guess. Probably makes more is sense. Talk, is this the one who likes Alexa Bliss? Correct. Uh, it says, hi, guys. Tiffany will never be as good as Alexa Bliss. Never. Uh, <laughs> uh, just so we get that clear from the start. And the comparisons are an insult to Alexa and her legacy. Alexa is a one in a generation star and a masterpiece. Tiffany is definitely not NXT. Stop it. Uh, I, who's comparing her to Alexa Bliss? I've not seen anyone compare her to Alexa Bliss. It feels like a... No. We... Okay. Well, we know you like Alexa Bliss. And yes. she's great. She is. I like the thing really like with her arm where she pretends to break it, and it's like, oh mm. my god! Good spot that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one from Mr. C uh, CJ Lily that says, "Hi guys, I feel uh, that day one should be uh, should be a good show now with all the uh, with <clears throat> I feel that day one should be a good show now with all the COVID. It hmm. sorry, there's a lack of punctuation. It's hard to know where the well the put your own end. in. That's what I'm doing. Hi guys, I feel that day one should be a good show now." With all the COVID issues, do you think they bring back Lacey, Asuka, Bailey, or even Alexa early? And can we please give Alexa a break next year? She's been kicked about so much this year by the IWC. Jam that jam. Um, I don't think they will bring anyone back to NXT because they don't care. No, not NXT. Day one, I think. Oh, day one. No. Sorry, I thought I saw I was talking about NXT. Uh, I could see Bailey coming back, but I think we are waiting more for the Rumble. Yes, I think the Rumble is way, way more likely. Um, yeah, because Bailey's basically said she's ready. Uh, yeah, in, and in, I, I assume she'd come back at the Rumble. That would be a great. Yeah, uh, I mean, a as, good number thirty spot. As soon as um Bailey got injured, and then the amount of time she was going to be out, so she's going to return at the Rumble. She has to. Like that just seems like the the easiest and and most surefire way to get a good return. Bring her back in the Rumble sounds good to me. Uh, Richard Pugh says a legit question, as it so relates to NXT two point which of the cheeses in a cheese board is your favorite? Question for both of you, gents. And also, Pete, I can tag in if you need a break on reviewing NXT 2.0. Much love. Um... I don't know. I don't really have a cheese board. Often. Well, if I had a cheese board, I'm a big Parmesan fan. Mm-hmm. Big Parma um, fan. I like, I like some Dutch, some mild Dutch cheeses, good cheddar. Mm -hmm. I bought my mum some cheese for, for Christmas, so we enjoyed mm -hmm. that yeah um um i don't really have a cheese board so i can't i can't really tell as a you, religious man i'm gonna have to go with swiss cheese because it's holy well i think that's it for the ultra chats oh man so are there yeah, any shout outs um, uh, no, not not for today, okay. but I'll, uh, I saw in the chat as well. Yes, I will be reviewing AEW Dynamite tomorrow. I will be with Mr. Laurie Blake. It's <gasps> going to be both of us reviewing AEW tomorrow. So that's cool. So as promised... In the intro section of this, we're going to go through some of the comments. And we're not going to talk about the ones that are talking about WWE, actually talking about like the product, because that's boring, right? We talk about I'm, that. I'm going to find I want some the ones well. talking about. No, 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 no. That defeats the game, Andy. Oh, fine. 
All right. I've got, I, I, I okay. want to read them to you. I'll tell you what. Here's a game. Mm. Right. If it, if it specifically mentions someone. Yes. Don't tell me who, and I have to try and guess who it was. Who they're talking about, unless it's really obvious. Like, okay. nice to see blank back, then I guess that's probably okay. about me. Or, that guy's bald, it's probably about you. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of these are going to be fairly obvious. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah. Uh, but, blank is seriously one of my favourite lads on WrestleTalk. Me. That's you. Yeah! That's you, buddy. And... That is uh, from Donovan Gandhi, and that has Ooh. 24 thumbs up, which is oh, nice. the highest Donovan. Thank you, Donovan thumbs up. Gandhi. The highest thumbs up I can see of any comment currently, which is pretty nice. Um, <clears throat> blank, you can totally talk about literally anything else on the NXT podcast review. I love what you and blank and blank do. Pete. Yeah, and yeah. then the other blanks at the end were... Uh... Two more blanks at the end there. Tempest? Yep. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. This is a great game. Um, I'm always so happy to see blank. Me. I think I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. I miss seeing him and blank together. Oh, that's nice. It's, it's me. It's obviously. you. I think it's probably yeah. like you, that one. Yeah. yeah. Easily one of my favorite pairs, said that comment. That's I nice. I prefer conference. Um conference pairs the variety pair yep got all of these are like andy is back that's really i bloody am try and find a really negative one those are always more funny let me let me go on newest first rather than top comments it's always gonna be yeah here we go here we go here we go god i can't wait till blank's gone me me oh no yeah who is it from Oh, it doesn't matter. God, I can't wait till Blank is gone. His voice is so whiny, and he's making these titles of these streams really dumb. It, it, uh, yeah, there's one woman on Twitter who keeps tweeting about you. and But oh, also really? tagging me in it, saying like, Andy's great, Pete's the worst. I'm like, well, I can't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Imagine if you did. <laughs> I can't reply going, yeah, Pete's the worst. Yeah. Thank, you for your, thank you for your support. Yeah. Um... Good God, that's funny. Also, that comment continued uh, by saying, I thought these were titles for talking points, not Pete crying for five hours this week. FFS. Oh, man. It's a show about opinions. That's my it opinion. It is, it is, isn't it? it that, that, yeah. that, is what, that is one of the things that people don't seem to grasp, is that yeah. people have opinions. And that's yeah. okay. <laughs> the whole yeah. point is that it's a discussion, and therefore, in the comments, you can go, hey, man, Nice, interesting opinion. I don't agree with it. However, mm -hmm. here is what I would think. Um, so that's 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 fine as well to do that. But no, I hate Pete and I hate his voice and he's whiny little bitch and he should yeah. and he should eat my shorts. Yeah. Um, also, the person complaining that it's going to be me whining for five hours this week or whatever. Mm. I mean, you don't have to watch that. If you no. know I'm going to be on the shows, then don't don't watch it. You know. That'd be, that would be my suggestion, but it's it's, no, it it's unmissable content. Have, have we got any? Have we got any like Christmas emails from anyone? Uh, I haven't checked emails in a little bit, actually. Oh, I'll be honest. Man. But one comment I did just want to read out before we move off it. Um, someone has quoted you from the episode saying, "I've got a private disease." Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> uh, oh, I think a dog just attacked someone. 
Um, nice. Yeah, why did... Oh, yeah, because you said private Aziz. And then I said, oh, I've got a private yeah. disease. And then you didn't react to it. So I was like, oh, man, he missed my really funny joke. Then again, I don't know whether you're just going like, ugh, in your head. Or whether you're going, or you actually didn't hear the really, really, really funny joke. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading another comment that made me really laugh. Um, okay. Because I was talking about, it makes me laugh when people don't like my videos, right? And mm. so, prime example, reading some of the comments and stuff. And someone said, so Pete takes pleasure in people not enjoying his work. While his work is to review a show he doesn't enjoy. I love the irony, but Pete's take on WWE are horrible and genuinely make me, makes me not, not want to watch this channel do oh. better. And then someone responded to that saying, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> what, was it you? No, it wasn't. But that comment made me really chuckle. Ah, oh, it's good. I, um, yeah, someone once called me a charisma vacuum. Mm, and I was like, I'm, one, I'm, I'm a lot of things, but I don't feel like that's one of them. No, like, I, I, I can accept that I'm quite annoying, a bit silly, a bit over the top, and, and a bit immature, but I've never been called a charisma vacuum. No, and I don't think it's necessarily fair. I think your delivery could be considered dry, but not charismaless. That's, no, that's like, not true. I, 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 I because because of how silly I am, oh, I'm just adjusting my camera. I don't feel like I can be. Mm. I yeah. um, I'm. It's got to the point where most times I'm out with my lady partner, I will get at least one kick under the table. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, Andy, you've got to stop talking about this. You're talking about poo again. You're talking uh, about poo, Andy. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's fine. I I I then get the I get the kick. Um. I, I really put my foot in it on Monday. Did I tell you I really put my foot in it on Monday? We've got these friends who looked after our cats. And uh, I went round to to kind of thank them. Mm -hmm. uh, did I tell you about it? I put my foot in it. I feel like you, 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 you told me about that you wanted to thank them by giving them more because your cats had diarrhea. That was our talk about Okay, yesterday. that's where I stopped. Andy. Right, okay. Yeah. So after that, um, I uh, we were talking about how I wanted to gain some weight in the new year. And then mm. the, the, the man of the couple said, oh, well, yeah, I, I, I'd quite like to, to kind of do that as well. But there was one time in my early 20s where I, I, I gained lots of bad weight because I just kept mm. eating lots of food. Right. And so I just sort of turned to her. We chatted about it for a bit. And I turned to her and went, you don't look like you've ever really. For some reason, it, it was, I think it was my delivery. Oh, no. Because Andy. I because what I meant was, oh, you look very lovely. You look very slim. Mm. But what I said, what, I, what came out was, you look like you never really had any problems. With eating and, she, and then so she immediately replies oh well actually when i was a teenager i had a real eating disorder and <laughs> i was really like really overweight and I had a real problem with food and i was like oh cool massive secondhand embarrassment like a wave just hit yeah, me I, oh. I, was, I was really trying to be like you look you look great but you do you do have a way with words andy i'll, I'll be honest uh even you know just in the office you'll just make the offhander come and be like that's a weird way to say that, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's because it's because of my ADHD means that the filter between my brain and my and my mouth is Absolutely, a yeah. bit thinner and therefore I don't have time to sometimes I don't have time to completely form the sentence before it starts mm -hmm. coming out of my mouth. Yeah. And therefore by the time I'm finished I go, "Wow, that was there was eight different ways I could have put that." And yep. that was the worst one. Mm -hmm. Well done, yeah. me. 
Congratulations. <laughs> Pat on the back. Yeah. Well done, Andy. Especially since yeah. Terry's been in the office. Because she yes. actually talks to me, and therefore there's more people. There's, there's more mm-hmm. of a chance that I say something weird. Absolutely, yeah. Tell you what, Terry messaged me today. I oh. think it was today. Is it today or yesterday morning or something? Um, and it was uh, it was something because we went, you know, that one time we went to the pub, and then the next day you had COVID. Do you remember that time? Um, on when we went to yes. the pub, uh, it was me, you, Adam, and Terry, and you mm. and Adam left for a bit so it was just me and Terry, and we had one more drink together and we're chatting and stuff and we realized that we liked a lot of the same things um especially avatar the last airbender which is like my oh. favorite show in like ever it's like the tattoo i've got on my arm is from, you look the, a bit like from the show right so she sent me a picture of a dog and it's got a thing around it that looks like it's from one of the tribes oh. in the show one of like the four nations in the show it looked like it was like a water tribe dog basically so she sent me that and i was like oh my god that's amazing um and i was saying like man i really miss being in the office i know like, already right. it's really not been that long but i'm already like i just want to my... get back have like the lunchtime routine playing speedrunners go out to the pub after work you know Be- because i know that ollie doesn't listen to this i will say that my uh effectiveness as an as an employee like cuts in half when i work from home Mm. I just really struggle. I need I need stimulation from <laughs> from my colleagues. I need my colleagues to stimulate me every day. Otherwise, I really struggle to work. Uh, I need people oh sitting there God. stimulating me so that I can yeah. do do my website work. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to talk to people, man. I I really struggle, um, and I really yeah. I'd love to be back in the office, like because mm-hmm. Terry and I chat quite a lot on on WhatsApp or whatever. Just talking about random stuff and it's like oh man this would be nice this is nice but i'd, I'd quite like to be doing this in the office yeah uh, totally and right. like just sort of having random thoughts like oh adam would like that but mm-hmm. adam doesn't really reply to messages and so yeah. i can't really tell him <laughs> yeah so, exactly right it's yeah. just annoying i just want to be back well i'm sure we will at some point but I, I'm, I don't what you, okay okay right prediction now. when we're we back mm. in the office march i was gonna say march so um mm. Beginning of April. WrestleMania. WrestleMania will be our first stream mm. back. I'll do another. Yep. Oh my God, we're all back in the office. Yeah, we're all back in the office. WrestleMania. Um, yeah. And it's going to be just like it was the last time for SummerSlam. It will be so last minute. The whole yes. thing. The setup's going to be last minute. No one's going to be organized. No one's going to know what they're doing. The audio is going to be terrible. It's going to be a great time. And everyone Can't will stink. Wait. That remains yeah. the worst smelling hug of my life. Ooh. It was real bad, wasn't it? it well, you could, you could, you could taste it in your stomach. The yeah. smell of man sweat. What is it? What do you smell? Luke Owen. Anyway, um, but it was, but it was a very nice moment. Wasn't it, it was a very nice moment. Congratulations, Luke. You have a baby. <laughs> well done, Luke. You yes. did a baby. We need to, we need uh, to get out of here. We do need to get out of here. Yes, that is going to do it for this episode of the Russell Talk Podcast. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you to Andy for stepping in for the podcast. It's going to be no me worries, and Tempest. Laurie. Yeah, it's going to be me and Laurie tomorrow for the AEW review. No Friday show, no Saturday reviews because it's New Year's Day. But then, and we've also, it's obviously day one on Saturday. No live reactions to day one either. But Ollie will have an edited review on the main WrestleTalk channel on Sunday. And I don't know if there's a podcast for day one. I can't remember, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Uh, Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. We love you very much. Goodbye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.